Hello and welcome to Bougie Adjacent. I'm Amanda Lauren. Today we have an exciting solo episode for you. Um, I'm very excited about this. This is the basic bitches guide to designing your bachelor pad. Because bachelor pads are gross. Okay, before I get started, I just want to say if you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, or share with a friend. I also have business ventures, including a DIY PR course. I have a line of art with Art Sugar, and that's all in the show notes. So if you want to support me, also, I'm going to be talking about some specific products here, some specific brands. Don't worry, I've got you in the show notes. If you want to use those links, they're affiliate links. They are helpful to me, but they don't cost you a thing. Okay, I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to get to the show. All right, here we go. Here's the truth. You want to know the truth? Your bachelor pad is gross. Your bachelor pad is gross. Your bachelor pad is gross. Listen, no one wants to fuck a dude in a gross apartment. True freaking story. Okay, dudes, this episode is for you. Girls, this episode is kind of also for you because we've all lived in gross apartments. I've lived in gross apartments. But here's a secret. Your gross apartment that you're living in It doesn't have to be gross. Just because it's cheap or convenient or your first apartment or you've got like three roommates doesn't mean it has to be gross. So I'm going to tell you how to fix it. Okay, one, throw everything out. Take everything you own, take it to your local dumpster, light a match, set it on fire, create an actual dumpster fire, photograph it, turn it into a GIF, go viral on Twitter. You're welcome. Just kidding. Sort of. Okay. Really, the first thing you need to do is to degrossify your bachelor pad and throw shit out. Declutter. Do you have a ton of water bottles on your nightstand, like my husband does, even though we don't live in a bachelor pad? Let me tell you, he's lucky I don't murder him in his sleep. Toss the gross water bottles, okay? Here's a tip. Here's an instant way to upgrade your bedroom. Buy a craft for $16 on Amazon. Again, I found a cool one. It's in the show notes. Keep a little craft there instead of a collection of water bottles like it's the bottom of your car. Don't tell me you don't have gross water bottles in your car. I actually don't have gross water bottles in my car, but most people do. Okay, but really, throw anything out that could be considered garbage or should be considered garbage. When in doubt, you're not sure, throw it out. Does it spark joy? No, it sparks garbage. All right, I think you should assess your furniture room by room. But first, get rid of any hand-me-down furniture, shit you bought at Goodwill or Salvation Army, and get rid of those rocket ship sheets you've had since middle school. Also, look around. Do you really think a wood dining table circa 1986 that you took from your dead grandmother's house belongs in a modern apartment? No. And honestly, speaking from the grave, Grandma wanted more from you. She wanted more. She wanted you to have a nice apartment. Oh, and no, you can't keep it and throw a tablecloth over it. Are you a design expert? Then shut the fuck up. Okay, all right, let's start in the bedroom. If you have anything other than a queen-size bed, get rid of it. Don't, just, just don't. Listen, no woman wants to have sex in a full-sized bed. You're an adult you should get a queen-sized bed. 
I actually think a king size bed is best, but most apartment bedrooms aren't large enough for a king size bed. I sleep in a king size bed and I will fully admit it is way too big for my current apartment. At the same time, um, I have a husband who's kind of a big dude. I have a 75 pound English bulldog and I've got like a 12 pound Chihuahua pug mix and me. It is a party every single night in our bed. So we need a king size bed, but at the very least, get a queen. Okay. Also, and this is a real problem. Okay. If you've got a mattress on the floor, I'm sending you back to design kindergarten. Get a bed. You are an adult. If you have a job, you should have a bed. I can't even believe I have to say this, but I have literally heard of so many dudes that just sleep with a mattress on the floor. Like, are you homeless? No, you live in an apartment. Are you camping? No, get a bed frame like a grown ass adult. Okay, so let me just say this. All the recommendations I'm going to make in this episode are mostly going to be on the more affordable side because if you're in your first apartment or a bachelor pad, you probably have to buy a lot of stuff and you probably don't have the biggest budget. So everything I recommend is going to be my budget-friendly option. All right, okay. So if you need a new bed frame, you can, first of all, you can spend 250 bucks on a bed frame. I have to tell you, we are living in an era of cheap and fabulous bed frames. You can find them anywhere. Target has a ton of great ones. Um, I'd also avoid Ikea. If you want to know why, just listen to the first episode. I'm not a big fan of Ikea. I also love the Novogratz. Their website is shopthenovogratz.com. That's where my bed frame is from. And to be honest here, I could literally probably have any bed frame that I want because um, I write about design for Forbes and I write about it on Instagram. Literally, I could probably get a free or discounted bed frame from anyone and I just love my Novogratz bed frame the best. I get tons of compliments on it. I think it was I think it was like $350. It was super cheap. So let me tell you, if I don't need a fancy bed frame, you don't need to either. You can get great ones for almost nothing. Here's another big one, bedding. Bedding is important. Let me just say, I feel like this is something we way overcomplicate. Okay. Stop worrying about thread count. I don't know why. There are people who are literally sleeping on mattresses on the floor and they're like, what about the thread count of the sheets? Okay, shut up. The thread count is actually one of the most overrated things in the entire world. That being said, here's an easy guide. You don't, I wouldn't get anything that's less than 400 thread count and don't buy anything over a thousand. More isn't more. They're just jamming more threads into the same amount of space and the quality of 10,000 thread count sheets is going to be garbage, all right? It's going to be garbage, all right? Aim for 400 or over, you're totally fine. Okay, so I'm going to idiot-proof this whole bedding thing for you. As I said before, I like a white or a gray. I would also say that one of the websites that I love for, it's not cheap, okay? Let me just say this. It's definitely not cheap, but it is very good and everything is well coordinated. And they have some patterns, but mostly solids, Brooklinen. I'm a huge fan of Brooklinen. I have Brooklinen bedding from that I've had for a few years, just their plain cotton bedding. It's light blue. It doesn't go with my room at all. All. Like it does not go with my apartment. 
and I can't get rid of my Brooklyn embedding simply because it's so soft and it's so nice. I'm just like, well, in the future, maybe I'll want it in a guest room. I have so many, I mean, like I have an absurd amount of bedding and I will tell you, other than my frette bedding, which is my favorite, but it's $900, which is definitely out of most people's range. Um, actually, it's not. Now it's $1,200 because I recently looked up the price, which is just, it's so nice, yet so ridiculous. Um, Brooklyn embedding really, in my opinion, comes in a close second. I've also heard very good things about Parachute, but I can't say I've tried their bedding. I did have a pair of pajamas from them that I really loved. And unfortunately they ripped, um, but they were silk and it was kind of my fault because I put them in the washing machine. So anyway, Parachute, Brooklyn, and any of those are really great. Uh, I will also say this, you can just get something super affordable on Amazon. This will not be a popular opinion amongst design aficionados, but for bachelors and for real people trying to do things on the very cheap, you really can't go wrong. If you find anything with a large number of four or five star reviews, read the reviews, you're probably fine. I found something plain. I'll actually link it in the show notes. It was literally an entire set of queen size white bedding for something like 50 or $60 and it looked fine. Actually, I was recommending it to someone who bought it. So I will find out if it's good and I'll update you in a previous, I'm sorry, in a future episode. I will update you. Okay, here's something else, and this is a big one. Your bed should not lean against the wall. You're not in college, okay? Your bed leaning against the wall will just look, I don't get this. I don't understand why people do this. Every bedroom is designed to fit a bed. What, I mean, do you think you're going to get so wasted one night? You're literally going to fall out of bed one way and you're like, well, uh, I've got to have, you know, that guard against what? No, you don't. It looks so bad. If you listen to one, it is like the biggest bachelor pad faux pas. It's also really comfortable if you're the person like that's sleeping next to the wall and you're sleeping next to someone and you're just trying to figure out, you get up early and you're trying to figure out how to go to bed or trying to pee in the middle of the night. And you're like, where do I go? I am trapped in this bed. Okay. It's free. Rearrange your bedroom furniture, move it away from the wall. It will it literally just looks like such garbage. I cannot tell you. Also, frankly, I feel like it's a great way to have a leg injury if you're having sex and you've got that. It's not leverage. Be an adult. Move. You need space on both sides of the bed. Let's not even get into the feng shui of it all. Let's not even. Just, just trust me on this. Okay. Now, before we get into the living room, which is next, can we talk about the bathroom? It is like the easiest thing ever to have a decent bathroom. First of all, if you live in an older apartment and you have glass shower doors or like I've even seen fiberglass and plastic ones, gross, okay? If they're old and disgusting, and trust me, I have lived in apartments like this, hide them. Hide them with a shower curtain. Literally get one of those shower curtain tension rods and buy a shower curtain, okay? It will just automatically upgrade your bathroom, all right? It'll be slightly annoying when you get out of the shower because you'll still have to use those doors, but it will just look 
so much better. In terms of a shower curtain, I have seen dudes try to like go all out with like weird patterns or just get a solid, just get like a solid or a textured cotton shower curtain. I like white, but that's also kind of hard to keep clean. I know this because I've destroyed white shower curtains. Get navy blue. It's kind of a shippy water theme or dark gray. Also, like just don't take a design risk. A gray and white stripe is nice. It's sophisticated. It's fine. Also, and here's a big one, make sure your towels match. I don't care if your mom gave you hand-me-down towels. There's something about mismatched towels that just looks so shitty. I'm not saying throw them out. I'm saying save them for the beach, okay? If you have a towel tower in your bathroom and they're hideous, let me let me just say this. I do say they're hideous. I actually have one because my apartment has does not really have enough storage for towels. And even I know how gross it looks, all right? Just... Just get a set of matching towels. Just go to Target. Here's another thing that should match. Okay, your toothbrush holder and your soap dispenser. Those things should match. This is like a $17 investment. If you don't have Target, Bed Bath & Beyond has a million billion options. Just get a stainless steel. You really can't go wrong with like stainless steel bathroom accessories. Um... Matching towels, and I will say this, white towels, much like white shower curtains, they can, unless you're into bleaching them, they can get a little gross. So unless this is a commitment that you can make, I would say go for navy, go for gray. In fact, just go here. This is an easy theme. White, navy, gray. Those three colors will always work in pretty much any bathroom. It's well-coordinated, they work well together, it's idiot-proof. But as I said, always have matching. There's literally nothing that screams, I don't have my shit together, more than mismatched towels. And get hand towels. That bar, that there should be hooks on your doors, oh. And for the love of God, do not get one of those shower door hook things that goes over the door and you can kind of see it from the other side. Those are tacky as fuck, okay? It's not that hard. I actually bought from Amazon. Again, another Amazon. You can get the best cheap crap on Amazon, okay? I bought like a coat hook kind of thing that you should really hang in like a small mud room or in the entrance of a home. I bought a plain white one. I think it was 25 bucks. This was years ago. And it was so easy. I just installed it. It had a bunch of hooks. Keep your towels and your robe on those hooks. Then take the towel bar and get get show towels. Again, Target, great resource. You can choose something with a stripe. You can choose something with a little accent. That's fine. It's so easy and so idiot-proof. And if everything coordinates in your bathroom, it's just an automatic upgrade, right? Okay. The living room. Number one, can we talk about your sofa? If it's from Costco, the answer is no. Say it, it rhymes. Costco, no. I hate, one, I hate, I'm sorry. I know people shop at Costco for furniture. I think they have the most garbagey 
looking, clearly I'm not going to be doing any collabs with them anytime soon, but I see people, I go to Costco like maybe six times a year. Um, and we just buy, we actually don't buy food there. Um, we just buy toilet paper, paper towels, contact lens solution, dishwasher tabs, all that stuff we buy from Costco. We generally just like don't buy food there because honestly, I feel like it's the same price as Trader Joe's and the line is much shorter. Also, like I can't commit to buying that much food at once. There are two of us. Like it just seems like a real commitment. Now, I'm sure if you have a big family, it makes sense. But at this point in my life, it's just me, my husband, two dogs, hopefully a baby soon. But like, no, we're not buying, like our lives do not revolve around Costco, especially Costco furniture. I'll see families in there, like looking at those, ugh, those like sofas very, very seriously. And I'm just, or like the lawn furniture. It's just so, it's just so not designed forward and so bottom of the barrel to buy furniture at Costco. And by the way, I have bought things. I actually bought a king size duvet comforter from Costco's website and I've never had one fall apart so quickly. I was very unimpressed with the quality. Anyway, so avoid Costco at all. Like your mom might, don't, just don't. If you want to have a cool bachelor pad, don't shop at Costco. Okay. I will say though, great prices on booze, great prices on wine. That being said, okay, let's get on with it. There's nothing that screams bachelor pad more than a black leather sofa. This is such a dated, dated look. Get If you have one now, just throw it out of your window. Just literally take it and just shove it out of your window and leave it on the sidewalk to rot, okay? Disgusting, okay? And I will say this. I'm not a fan. Hot take? Not a fan of leather sofas in general. Like, there are very... Let me say this. There are very few... I'm going to rephrase this. Very few leather sofas I don't hate. If you must have a leather sofa, and listen, I have had leather sofas in my life and every time it's been a design regret, I think Sixpenny has really nice ones. They have really nice leather chairs too. That being said, they're definitely not cheap. Okay. And also, I feel the same way, and this is an extremely unpopular opinion, microfiber. I've had microfiber, and let me tell you, they say that like that they repel water or whatever. No, they don't, okay? the ra- I had to get rid of my – I actually had a very cute pink one, and my husband hated it. My dog had an accident on it, and we literally had to get rid of the whole thing, and like it lasted less than a year, all right? I think microfiber, microfiber sofas, I think they're so overrated. They attract – so much pet hair, and frankly, they're kind of cheap looking. In fact, I think there's a special place in hell for the asshole who invented microfiber. It it is. And by the way, and if my mom is listening to this because I know she is a microfiber sofa, I'm sorry. I hate microfiber. I think it's garbagey looking, okay? Yet canvas, cotton, linen. I also love velvet. That being said, it's a very strong design choice. It's an AP design kind of thing. Amateurs need not apply, okay? Also, if you have a pet, forget about getting a velvet sofa. It will attract dog hair. Trust me, I've made that mistake. I have bought more sofas. I am actually, you know what? I should change my link, my hashtag link in bio 
from design expert to sofa expert because I have purchased and gotten rid of more sofas in the past eight years than I think most people do in a lifetime. Okay. Okay. Now I just, I want to talk money. Okay. Here's the deal. I would say buy the best sofa you can afford. Cheap sofas cheapen up a whole room. Wait for a sale. There's always a sale. I talk a lot about this in the first episode of the podcast. If you can't find something, just literally wait a few weeks because there's always a sale. Go online. There are clearances. Buy the best, best sofa you can afford. Also, don't buy a used one. I know people are like, well, there was this great one on Facebook. No, don't buy a used sofa. Here's why. When you are transporting that thing on the roof of your car, it's going to get dirty and destroyed. Trust me, been there, done that. Okay. I like West Elm and Pottery Barn. If you've got if you've got a few bucks, you really can't go wrong. Also, I will say this. I helped a friend of mine design her bachelorette pad, and we were actually surprised that the cost of West Elm sofas was not as expensive as you would think. They actually have some very reasonable ones. And I really don't think, like in general, I own, there's nothing I own in my apartment from West Elm, but I am a big fan of West Elm because it's one of those brands that really, if you're clueless about design and like my friend Jane, um, actually she's a podcast called Endless Randers. It's pretty good. Um, Jane, as much as I love her, all right, not, I am using her real name, um, she does not have the greatest taste in design, and that store really idiot-proofs things for you. I'm not calling her an idiot. I'm just saying not super experienced when it comes to design. Here's another thing. This is a little bit more advanced. If you find something you like and it's really not in your budget and it's never going to be in your budget, there's lots of knockoffs on websites like Wayfair and All Modern and Joss and Main, which are all three of those are Wayfair-owned websites, okay? Kind of just like write the description of it in the search bar and you might be able to find something very similar. Um, That's a fun trick. Also, speaking of knockoffs, Living Spaces is known if you like that restoration hardware cloud couch, which personally, I think it's great if you have like a lot of people. Um, If you like that style, it's honestly, it is not, I know people love that sofa. It is not my favorite sofa in terms of design, but it is really nice. Living Spaces is known for their knockoff of it. And you can even go inside their stores and sit on it. Oh, speaking of stores, speaking of stores. Okay. Never, ever, ever put your right hand in the air and take this pledge. I solemnly swear to never buy any piece of furniture from a store that has the word discount in the name. I mean, listen, I'm in this Facebook group, can't say the name of it, with like 27,000 women, mostly from LA. And people will say, where can I get cheap furniture or where can I get an affordable couch? couch?" And they'll be like, Bob's discount. No. Are you discount? When you shop at a quote-unquote discount furniture store, you are discounting your life, you are discounting your style, you are discounting your existence. It is so 
I don't even get it. I, I don't even understand these stores. Okay. No, do you know? And I understand you might have one that where a lot of people shop in your region. Maybe you don't live in LA, but and and again, I'm not winning. I'm not doing myself any favor by saying don't shop at Bob's Discount or whoever's Discount Furniture. I will clearly not be doing collabs, but it is also off brand for me. It's so I, I don't again. They have garbage. They have like you know. By listen, if they're offering to like throw in a free lamp, run as fast as you can and do not turn back, okay? Because you are about to make a major design mistake. And frankly, you can get much better deals from places like Wayfair. And I know I talk about Wayfair a lot, but I love that website. The only thing I will say is this, and here's a tip for using Wayfair if you get really intimidated by a large selection. You got to use the filters. Click on available, okay? Because they have a lot of stuff that's not available that'll be available in like seven months from now and you you need to move next week, all right? So do that. Put in those price ranges, even the dimensions you need. Before you order any piece of furniture, measure the room. That's important. Um and do it that way because you'll get a much better deal on Wayfair than blah, 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 discount garbage store. Okay. Here's another living room design tip. And I mean this seriously. If you have vertical blinds as opposed to horizontal, your apartment looks like a shitty motel that you rent out by the hour. Move them to one side if you can. Okay. Honestly, between you and me, and the internet, I would ask your landlord to take that debt. Like, can you get new? I don't know what it is, but if you, if your desired look is like a motel you rent out by the hour, do those, those vertical blinds. I mean, it's just so shitty looking. Okay. Here's a really easy way to remedy that. Okay. Get a like a sheer white or gray curtain. You don't have to get heavy curtains. I don't like heavy curtains, but literally try to hide that shit, okay? And just get a sheer curtain because you'll still have light and it looks so much nicer. You don't even have to go wild with like a curtain bar. You can, again, Amazon has them. You don't, Amazon Basics actually and Wayfair Basics, I think that's what it's called. Um, but I could be wrong. You can get very inexpensive curtains. It doesn't really matter. I'll tell you, if you're just like one person living in an apartment, the quality of the curtain doesn't have to be high. Just get something that looks nice and call it a day, but it will make your living room look a million times nicer. Here's another one. If your office is in your living room or you work from home, get rid of that gaming chair. Throw out the gaming chair. The gaming chair, I don't care that it was $300. I just, does not, ugh. I, I can't, it's so nauseating gaming chairs. I can't even talk about them. They just look so gross. Same with those mesh rolling chairs that it looks like you stole from your dad's secretary when his office was closing for his retirement. Okay. Gross. Stop it. It doesn't go. Okay. Instead, buy a nice dining chair. 
Also, anything that's labeled an office chair, for the most part, the prices are always seriously inflated. A dining chair might not have those casters, but it will be just as comfortable, okay? And it will look a million times nicer. If you insist on something that's an office chair, if you need it to tilt or move or go up and down, or you have one of those standing desks, ugh, and don't get me started on standing desks, I understand they're ergonomic. I don't care. They're hideous. Okay, actually, that being said, Pottery Barn makes a really nice one, but it's expensive, okay? If you must have wheels, Wayfair. Wayfair has really nice decorative office chairs, okay? And no matter what you do, don't buy fake leather. Do not buy fake leather. I don't care if that executive style office chair, an executive office chair, by the way, is one with a really high back. That looks great in a home office. It looks out of place in your living room. Don't buy those and don't go for fake leather unless you're a vegan. Because it, And if you're a vegan, you're going to tell me about it. And you're going to say, don't worry, this chair is fake leather. And I'm going to say, fine, you get a pass. Okay, so in terms of affordable bachelor living room, okay, again, as I said this, West Elm, not always as expensive as people think, okay? But if you need to get really, if you're really buying all new stuff, it's your first apartment, okay? Shop the Novogratz.com, N-O-V-O-G-R-A-T-Z, okay? They have such cool bachelor pad furniture for a song. They even have like, record like record hold record holders that makes it sound like it's like something that won the guinness book of world records it's not um like furniture that holds record i'm really messing this up aren't i um but just like really interesting stuff uh to give you a little bit of background there are these super high-end designers that design for like rock stars okay but their furniture line is super inexpensive. It's the best inexpensive furniture in the whole world. Like, I'm just going to put that out there that if you need to spend the absolute minimum and you want the most style for the buck, go for the Novogratz. You could literally buy everything there. It might look like a showroom, but it probably looks much better than what you were going to come up with anyway. One more living room tip to de-bachelorify your apartment, Okay. Let me tell you about your TV unit. Do not buy one with open shelving. One, people will see the wires and it will always look messy and get dusty, okay? Get one with doors. Also, no one will know what is behind that doors. Mine, I have a TV unit with doors and it's basically a storage locker. I literally have luggage in there and a bunch of sweaters I wish my husband would have thrown out five years ago because we live in Los Angeles and he will never wear them, but they are cashmere so he cannot give them up, okay? But for real, just get anything with doors will look better than something without doors. Okay, we're almost done. Here's some extra credit. Please have matching dishes and cups, okay? You can go wrong with a plain white plate. And I'll tell you, if you're feeling it, square ones. They're way cool and way more masculine than a traditional round plate. I know, hot take. Also, carpet is fucking gross. That being said, I have carpet in my bedroom and I hate it every day of my life. 
If you are considering moving into an apartment with wall-to-wall carpet, don't. If you're currently stuck in one, I would get a rug for your living room, okay? And possibly for your bedroom, depending on how it's set up. A rug over a carpet will make things look, I know it's sort of odd. You're like, what's the point? There is a point of it. And the point is nice design. Also, that smell. Okay. We all know weed is legal in a bunch of states. And if you smoke weed, cigarettes, or even maybe have some sort of BO issue, it's time to buy an air purifier. Most air purifiers are hideous. I have a molecule. It's super design forward. It's not. But they're $700, which is definitely out of most people's budget. So here's a recommendation. Get a decent looking air purifier, stash it in a corner, keep it on all the time, Make sure that the filter is changed however often it says in the directions. Yeah, I'm telling you to read directions, dudes. I'm telling you to read directions. Then buy a reed diffuser so your apartment always smells nice. You're welcome. Anyway, that is it. That is the basic bitch's guide to designing your bachelor pad. I hope this episode was helpful. As always, follow me on Instagram at it's, I-T-S, A-M-A-N-D-A-L-A-U-R-E-N. It's Amanda Lauren. You can also find me on Twitter at Amanda Lauren. Please share this episode. I am a thirst monster. Ways to support me in the show notes. And again, I'm Amanda Lauren. Thank you for listening.